Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's go, baby. Welcome in. Uh, we're doing playoff stashes around here, by the way. I don't know if you got the memo, but uh, I'm welcome like in. A year ahead of you. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I'm here David, now. Right. Ruin your playoff mustache. Yeah, where's your playoff mustache, Damon? Huh? Guys, the playoff starts tomorrow. All there right. will be a playoff uh, mustache tomorrow. He, he okay. did set a Siri reminder for himself to shave a mustache. Meanwhile, I did this to myself. Welcome in to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX, occasionally known as uh, Derek Montija, because I'll say it with a... <laughs> I'm saying like I should say it, I guess. Uh, this man next to me, he's in charge of all of the uh, utilities in this town. It's Mr. Electric himself, Sean DePaz. I, mean, I don't get my... my no, oh, no, Sean DePaz. Thank you. Uh, that's the best I can do. Uh, and, and of course, the very lovely Daniel Cortez uh, is here as well. Uh, who we, got, hey, oh, hey, okay. well, let, let me have my moment here. Go ahead. Okay, we got playoff baseball, baby. Who could have seen that coming? Several of us. Oh, that's right. I did. <laughs> Several I of us. did. I wasn't on the show. I said nothing. <laughs> I, I literally predicted that the Diamondbacks would have a record between 83 and 85, and their record was 84. So I, was I don't see me I was here sitting on this. I was sitting about any on of this. this in this exact chair. Yeah. And I said, yeah. dead in the camera. I've I pointed the at the camera, yeah. and I said, D-backs are making the playoffs, and everybody laughed at me. And well, now here we are, baby. We, we, we did it. This we is my victory lap. Was set like Rockies? It, yes, it too, was. It was and it was hilarious. also her yelling into the camera, which is what we laughed about more than <laughs> the idea of them it's making gonna the playoffs. It's going to be a loud show today, so uh, buckle yeah, up. Yeah, well, we know we knew that the Diamondbacks, around these parts, we knew the Diamondbacks <laughs> had a chance of making the playoffs. But, of course, uh, we, you know, at least uh, this guy over here, I tend to overcorrect. Uh, meanwhile, we have a... Fan, known fan of the Chicago Cubs, Craig Morgan, uh, is joining us on the show very quickly. Craig, what, what do you have to say? I just want to point out that someone convinced me the Cubs were going to be in the playoffs this year. I don't want to say who, yeah. but it's someone on the show. Yeah, yeah. No. He's, yeah. He's I right. mean, I'll call myself he's out right. there. I did okay. think the Cubs were going to yeah. make the playoffs. I do he have, did. I did have money on the Cubs making the playoffs. <laughs> um, listen, I'm as disappointed, if not more, than you are. Craig. Yeah. I don't think, <laughs> and I revel in your I don't disappointment. Think you can understand yeah. my disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lifetime. Thanks for adding to my pain. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to be of service to you. I don't know how his pain brings me so much joy, but it really does. It really does. Like I told him the other day. I never expected like to be in a situation where I needed to directly root for their downfall in order for, the, for <laughs> us to succeed. So yeah. it had it was what it was, but I was rooting for the Cubs for most of the, yeah. the season. Yeah, I mean, he, the, the man covers the Coyotes. Doesn't yeah. he? Doesn't he hurt enough? I know you're right. You're you right. Think we he should would know better. We should right. Like no part. Nobody. <laughs> nobody is like like Damon tried his hardest in the offseason to get me to believe in the Buffalo Bills, and I did not. Yeah. Um, yeah, because maybe. I. Now you do. I maybe do you now, should. but they because they have made me believe. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, if 
Like, if you've really been through that kind of trauma, you know, no, no, no outsider should be able to convince you that it's going to be better than it's been every year for your entire existence. Well, and that's what it comes down to with the Arizona Diamondbacks, right? <laughs> Here at the end, there yep. was a lot of pain. A lot of our followers on Twitter would message us daily telling us how they weren't going to make the playoffs. And let's be honest, they got swept by the Astros. They almost didn't make the playoffs, right? But we can't dwell on that. Their they tried their hardest not to make okay, the playoffs, but, to, but thanks to the Reds, to, they did. To be fair, yeah, that last game they were yeah, never going to win that. that. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. As, as somebody who is not in the in the clubhouse by the pool, they weren't they weren't going to win that game. Oh yeah, there is no I, way they I were going to win the that show game. that night to bet all over the the, the Astros because there was no shot the Diamondbacks were ever going to show up. So after <laughs> after the first two games, I didn't care that they got swept, but yeah. I would have liked them to win one of the first two games, yeah. if not both of them. But let's be honest, there was uh, part of the discussion has been, especially from people who aren't Diamondbacks fans, and even from a couple who are, uh, there have been some some more that have been critical of the Diamondbacks yeah. celebrating the way that they did, considering that they didn't win their way into the playoffs. I even saw this term quite a bit. More than one person told us that they backed their way into mm -hmm. the playoffs uh, after they got swept by the Astros at home. And uh, honestly, there is there's a there's a little bit of truth to that, because, uh, yes, if they wouldn't have been helped out by the Reds, if the Reds wouldn't have if they would have won out, the yeah. Diamondbacks they wouldn't also, be here right they, now. But right? they also would have played. They would have showed up on Sunday. That's very yeah, true. I mean, they, that's very that's true. why I like the sweep doesn't really mean much yeah, to me. No. Because like the, <clears throat> sun, the that last game of that series was a complete throwaway. They were they, like Daniel said, they were never going to win that game. But I mean, they definitely did back their way into the playoffs. But also, who gives a shit? They're in the yeah, playoffs. Exactly. Would you rather back your way into the playoffs? Or sprint to Wind the finish. Hold on, straight. hold on. Sprint, <laughs> sprint to the finish like the San Diego Padres <laughs> and not make it. Yeah. I would after, rather back in. After a five-day work week, I celebrate in a similar fashion uh, myself. Just after making it that many days, I can only imagine making it through a 162-game season. Derek gets off uh, on a Friday. And oh, I fucking, and yeah. It's like, balls into his pool. it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin time with the beers <laughs> and you shit. Did Stephon yeah. Diggs celebration yesterday? Yes, yes, I did see Stephon Diggs. Did you see Stephon Diggs? Yeah. I hope he bought that people those people thirty six dollars worth of beer. I hope he yeah, did. Yeah, for real. Yeah, He's like, that I was a lot of beer. eighteen bucks. I was like per <laughs> beer, dog. It's not uh, cheap out here. But here's the thing: Are we not allowed to enjoy the achievement of being one of the twelve teams that make it to the postseason? Yeah. No matter how you made it there, do Absolutely. earlier wins? Do the things that you achieved earlier in the season not also count to this success? I was thrilled to see them success uh, or, or celebrating the way they did. I was I was interested to see how it was going to go. Right? I was interested to see if they were going to go all out. And next thing you know. We got uh, Tori screaming, I'm not your manager tonight. And <laughs> there were some, some, there some other words. There were some other ex yeah. uh, expletives in there as well. But yeah, no, I mean, this was uh, well, and I know you were there in the clubhouse. You were there at poolside and everything like that. And just I mean, what are your thoughts on, on that and that criticism, essentially, that this team doesn't shouldn't be celebrating that much they, over not making it. There OK, themselves. you might get me going here. I'm I, also I pretty to. caffeinated. Yeah, so so like, let's go. Like I said, this is going to be a loud show. Let them celebrate. Um, who was it? Michael in the chat. Yeah, 110 losses two years ago. Yeah, exactly. And everybody, we were here for it. listen, everybody but me, I'm going to honk that horn until the day I die. Everybody but me said they weren't going to make it. 
let them have their fun. They're, hey, they're, they're, don't say everybody. I don't think I ever made a statement uh, one I mean, way or the it, other. It's it's wild, yeah, because I also said they were going to make the playoffs. Let me have my so moment. Calm down. <laughs> Sean, I, I never said they were going to make the playoffs, so you definitely get to have that. I don't want to be lumped in with the doubters. Just attack Derek specifically. I fucking said they were going to win 85 games. This is a crazy moment, but go ahead. They're a bunch of young kids. Who made the playoffs despite everybody thinking they wouldn't, right? Let them celebrate. Let them have their fun. And, you know, go. I don't want to dismiss this this year's playoffs, right? Um, I'm all in. I'm going to be devastated if they if they lose. But the big thing is let them get this out. Let them enjoy the playoffs. Yeah. When So when next year, when the time comes, when they are expecting this, then it's business as usual, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let I, them why, have their fun, man. Why, why are we regulating fun? You know let what I mean? Why are, we, why are we deciding which teams would get to celebrate in one way? You know, like you said, it's a 162-game season. It's crazy. They played 161 games. Yeah. Yeah, and usually being negative after immediately after like a great thing happening to your organization is reserved for Denver Nuggets fans. <laughs> um, so, like, wow. I, I just – I. I don't know. I definitely get annoyed. Like, I just think it's such a lame energy to you're, you get clinched the playoffs and your instant reaction is to complain. Sure. Like, well, not I mean, to complain, but say, like, but immediately to say stuff like, well, they're not going to make it past the Brewers or whatever. Who right? cares? Yeah, they yeah. might not. Who cares? They might not. Literally, who gives a shit? Right. Who cares? Like, right. Yes, who cares? Yeah, they, I'm with Danielle. Like, I'll be devastated when they get eliminated from the playoff because that more than likely they're going to get eliminated from the playoff because they were never fucking meant to be here in the, yeah. the first place. Yeah. So, like, I'm just going to – in my mind, it's house money. I'm just going to celebrate that they're here and any – any hit they get, any strikeout, like anything positive, I'm going to celebrate because I didn't expect to be watching Diamondbacks baseball on October 3rd. Well, to be honest, be. that's the energy that they actually need. They need to come into this without that pressure because we've seen them at times, especially yeah. when the big game is on the line, when the big, you know, like this, where the playoffs were on the line, they weren't able to, you know, get some wins here. All they needed was one win to secure it themselves down the stretch. And they didn't um, get it. And they didn't get it, but... We also know that at times this team, when they're able to put that whole kind of the pressure aside, the pressing aside, that we've seen them have a great deal I mean, of success. That's the whole you first half I mean? of the season, in my mind. Right. Like, there was no pressure on this team. And then you get to the all-star break, and you have all-stars, and people are paying four attention. four all-stars. And then yeah. things obviously got a little ugly. But I mean, yeah. for the whole first half but of the season. Back. Yeah, and they did bounce back. But there was, like, no pressure on the team at all. Correct. And, like, now you go into a series against the Brewers, who I think have – like I get that they're not the Braves or the or 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 the Dodgers, so no one's really expecting them to come out of the National League. But if you're the Brewers, like you can't keep just doing this shit where you make you win the division and you get to the postseason, then you get eliminated because you're the fucking Brewers. Like there's pressure on that team as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So and like, I, and, and like you said, yeah, the Diamondbacks money. shouldn't. They, they they weren't supposed to be here. They are uh, ahead of schedule. So hopefully, the idea that they can go in. And just be that disruptor like they were earlier on the, to come in and to be able to kind of have that pressure off. Because, yeah, if they do lose, it's not great, but this is great. This achievement is great. Getting as far as they did is great. And it's a step in the direction. Teams can't always make those giant leaps, you know, from being like, you know, even even credit to the Baltimore Orioles who yeah. made that gigantic leap. Who were in leap. the same, same position, right? Right, right. I mean, even – but the Baltimore Orioles arguably are are a deeper team that right now has, you know, more 
you know, uh, honestly, they, they have more pressure on them because right now they're seen as kind of a favorite, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they didn't have that in-between time. They're the one seed, not just kind of. Right. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. And, now you're now, Yeah, they're obviously in a very different place where their fans, I think, are definitely expecting them to win a World Series this yeah. year, right? Like, it's obviously not the case for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, and also, like, this first series, is not, you're not going to be in front of your fans at all. Like, it's just... Play ball. Play ball. Life's too, like at least in the comments, life's too short not to celebrate yeah. when you can't, right? Yeah. Have fun. Like, man, you made the playoffs. Sean, I think you said it on, on, on Saturday, like, you're one of 12 teams that has a chance to win the World Series. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Like, go out and ball out when it's time to when when it's time. But Listen, like if we lived in a world where everyone was being crucified for celebrating stuff that they maybe shouldn't be celebrating. I would be dead about a million times over. Go every, watch every me spend an night. hour and a day every in Boston. Yeah. I, I, like oh, it's, it's disgusting. It's, it is disgusting. He has no class. I'm talking shit to small children. To I'm out kids. here doing like LeBron showstopper to Leah in her face when <laughs> we're all there. He started throwing the basketball behind backwards <laughs> and shit. It was ridiculous. I'm talking He's big just, shit. So, like, yeah. and you know what? That's for tickets, not a goddamn yeah, World Series. He just wants to win. A little, yeah. a little plant that dances fun. when you play music around. I it. got it's a wild. coffee mug. Yeah. I was doing that off a coffee mug. He does. He's he's a wild, he's a wild <laughs> monster. But <laughs> and uh, that's why we love you, Sean. <laughs> that's why we love you. Anyway, uh, big news though. Big gigantic news. Huge news. Huge news. Uh, Huge. According to a- uh, Adam McElvey, uh the uh, Milwaukee Brewers will be without Brandon Woodruff, which obviously is one of uh, the That's three starting pitchers that the Diamondbacks would have faced. Uh, one of the formidable trio that the Brewers would have put out there against the Diamondbacks. According to this tweet, Brandon Woodruff has a right shoulder injury and will miss the NL wildcard si- series. His availability is up in the air for the remainder of the postseason. Craig Council said. So, again, the Arizona Diamondbacks might, when you talk about their actual chances in the postseason, sure, based on, you know, the regular season, some of the things like run differential, whatever, the Diamondbacks might be a, a, a major underdog. But other teams like the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers have all lost starting pitching due to injuries and other reasons. And you just never know when circumstances might line up in favor of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. This is unfortunate for the Brewers, but this is a big a big win for the Diamondbacks yeah. as far as their game plan goes. You never want to celebrate anybody getting hurt. Never at all. Right? But if the opportunity presents itself, then you, you don't let up. Yeah. Right. I mean, you that's really like, what it's about. Like, that's now, re- it's, it's really now, about capitalizing on on things like that yeah. that happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, now you have you have Brandon Fott going game one, and then He's a Savage is game of the time. Yeah, and you know, like, and then you got got one of the best one two combos in baseball going. Yeah. Albeit on short rest, but still, still one of the best. Yeah. Um, you'll take your chances, man. Yeah. I can't. Corbin, Corbin Burns and Freddie Peralta are still pretty good themselves. They are still but, very good. But at but the same time, if it, you can get hot that one game, I was I was talking about this before the show. Um, when was the last time the best team won the World Series? <laughs> Other than you know last year, maybe twenty sixteen in the Cubs. It's always the hottest team. So you get hot. Yeah. Who knows? You're in the playoffs. Right. Anything can happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And my concern there is the Diamondbacks aren't hot right they now. They are hot. Right. But like the the role they were on, especially after, you know, I guess the first two games of the White Sox series, uh, after they beat up on uh, Craig Morgan's Cubs over there. I just wanted to throw that out there. He's still over there making noise with his bags. <laughs> God. 
pipe down over there. Um, but there were times where this team looked very potent offensively, mm-hmm. and then they kind of got back into a slump here. And it's just not the best way to end the season. But However, it's, it, it's a team that can switch on a dime, yeah. right? We've I mean, seen, at times, we've definitely. seen them go through this and then you know put up. 10, 12 runs yeah. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so not, it's not, that's that's the fun thing about baseball. You never know. The, you never know. And especially in a three-game series, right? We've seen we've definitely seen stranger things happen. We know that the Diamondbacks actually have a fairly good record against the Brewers this season. They're four and two against the Brewers. Uh they split the season series with the Braves. So uh some of the teams that they have uh potentially in front of them, you know, are are teams that uh, they've they've matched up at least well with. We also have the fact that the D-backs went 41 and 40 on the road this season, so they're not a bad road team. Actually, we've seen certain pitchers even pitch better on the road like Ryan Nelson, but uh, let's take a look at the Milwaukee Brewers and how formidable they actually are because this team is very good when it comes both to defense and their starting pitching. Uh, they are six and four with a plus 81 uh, run differential, six and four in their last 10 games uh, ending the season. I hate that picture uh, so much, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just all, it's all the things about uh, the Wisconsin. I don't like all in one picture, the Brewers, cheese heads, Christian Yelich. Oh. It's all of it. I don't like I any of it. I thought you were going to say you didn't like cheese. No, no, I'm a big fan what of cheese. cheese heads. Eh, I anyway, have a cheese head. I love a cheese thing. head. It's uh, <laughs> Uh, Don't get me started. Uh, But anyway, starting pitching, sixth best in Major League Baseball, 3.94 ERA. Relief pitching, second best in baseball, 3.40. Their offense, obviously, is the big area where Diamondbacks have an advantage is that they are not uh, an extremely good offensive team. Their team OPS is 704, just 23rd in Major League Baseball. But their defensive run saved, once again, 66 defensive run saved, good uh, for 22nd or or, not 22nd, excuse me, second in the league there. So uh, very interesting you know, here with the Milwaukee Brewers, because I feel like they are a sneaky good team. I don't think enough people do talk about the Brewers winning 92 games and having some of the best starting pitching and relief pitching in baseball. Yeah, I, I mean, the again, or I guess not again, but something that we've talked about coming up through it is like, I think when you look at this team versus the Phillies, ultimately the kind of team you would rather face because the chance that a pitcher has a bad day, I think is much better than the chance that an entire lineup goes completely to sleep. Are you sure uh, about that? Well, <laughs> I said the chances are better. I didn't say it was possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is obviously like, yeah, considering the offensive struggles that this team has gone through recently and at times throughout this season, like certainly concerning, certainly a way you, you could certainly see a world in which the Diamondbacks lose the first two games and have scored like a total of four runs because the pitching staff is just that good. But again, like it's also there's I could also see a world in which the pitching staff just comes out and because they're the Brewers is just not that good and the Diamondbacks rock them and then they win two games. So I don't know, like. I would rather a team that was worse at pitching, that's for sure. But yeah. um, I'm still happy with <laughs> I definitely them would. over the Phillies. Yeah, yeah that, I think I think that. ultimately you would rather the Brewers because they, other than their starting pitching, they remind me a lot of the uh, 2021 Giants, hmm. where they like don't do anything spectacular other than pitch. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just pretty solid all around. Whereas yeah. you know the Phillies are a bit of a juggernaut. You need at home. more than that in the postseason. Yeah. You need someone yeah. that's going to show up. And big yeah. Moments. I would feel. Uh, yeah. I feel much more comfortable playing the Brewers than I do the Phillies for sure. Um, mostly because offensively, they're you can get your outs. Mm-hmm. They're you know Christian Yelich isn't quite the player he once was. Um, he's still potent, but he's not that guy anymore. Um, so yeah, I would much rather 
the the Brewers. I you know I'm feeling pretty good, especially with Woodruff out. I, yeah, that that definitely helps. I don't want to get my hopes up because this is Arizona toss. sports we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But yeah. like you know, I, I'm not viewing this as like some kind of massive uphill battle for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Like I, I think this is certainly a series in which I could see them winning. Like I it, like I just said, I think it's it's in my mind it's kind of a coin toss. Like it's just a matter of of which way things break in the because it's the postseason. I have my concerns. I definitely do because again the the pitching the Diamondbacks at times have made bad starting pitching look like yeah. uh all-stars right mm-hmm. they've made them look like Cy Young contenders <laughs> they, so did series, they yeah. just <laughs> did it this weekend so that's that's more my concern my concern again is also the way that they've played it's just about being in that that state of mind right like there is something to be said about celebrating and I am all for what the Diamondbacks did as far as celebration I want to make that clear but sometimes if you do that and then you have the off day where you kind of give some of the lineup off and now you have another off day and then you're traveling and and like there's just a lot of things that I hope they can stay in the groove because I feel like those are the teams that do well in the playoffs lately. I think that's why it's a detriment a bit to the teams that are have the bye, mm-hmm. right? Because you could say, yes, they get time to rest up, but it's a baseball, lot of time. It's a lot of time. But, and I mean, baseball tends to be a game of of just habit and staying in your is staying in your routine and mm-hmm. and that helps you to stay dialed in whether you're a pitcher or but with or the, the or, brewers yeah. they've been going through this longer than the diamondbacks have like the diamondbacks just clinched two days ago or whatever it was like the, the brewers have known they've been that's fair. for like a week or two so and it could be an advantage for the diamondbacks too yeah, as far as hopefully that goes. If, if like if that's your concern then i mean the, the brewers are also facing yeah. that if not worse so. yeah no for sure um, but they i i Again, it's it's more of the offense and just the yeah. way they've played lately. Uh, of course, starting pitching. You're right. I mean, I don't feel great about Brandon Fott getting game one against Philadelphia Phillies, but I I like this start. I, I see Fott shoving. I, 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 I feel better about Fott. him in Milwaukee That's than I, I do mean. in Philadelphia. Yeah, so because those are, they just got some guys that do nothing but hit bombs in in, in Philadelphia. Got a leadoff war bomb written all. <laughs> it sure does. Like but. game one, instant, and then the Phillies are going back to the World Series. So it'll be interesting to see how things line up for the Brewers. We do have the probable for this game. Of course, it is Brandon Fott. Fott Tuesday is here again. Uh, Celebrate, throw some beads, do all that stuff. Uh, And then he's matching up, of course, with very, very good uh, Corbin Burns. And like we said, the Brewers do have... Uh, the <laughs> most formidable starting. Corbin Burns has Brandon Fott posters on his wall in his room. I think so, too. <laughs> yeah? He's got Fott's jersey. He's like, yeah. so Lisa looking forward to the jersey swap after. I will say at least Corbin Burns um, has made it known that he doesn't care much for the Milwaukee organization. So, hey, True. at least that's something that we have to build on. Uh, what can we expect to see from him? Who the hell knows? We have no idea. <laughs> we have literally seen the best and the worst out of Corbin Burns as a team. And when I say that, I mean that literally. On April 11th, when the Diamondbacks played uh, the Brewers here in Arizona, he fucking shoved. He went eight innings, gave up three hits, no runs, no walks, eight strikeouts. On June 19th, however, in Milwaukee, uh, in five innings, he gave up eight hits, seven runs, seven earned runs, two walks, three strikeouts. Completely so different that guy. That one was in Milwaukee? That yeah, one was in, in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So there you go. We've seen pitchers be terrible at home. So. We have. It's not <laughs> the first time. Looking at you, Ryan Nelson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would yeah. listen again. Being a professional, like being a pitcher is not easy. And you're, like pitchers, especially, are the ones that always end up with the reputation of disappearing in the postseason. Yeah. And like, it's not like anyone in this Brewers organization has a, a great playoff resume. So I like. I, I I think there's a certain amount of like there's like some naivete for the dime, Diamondbacks where like none of them have ever played in it, like big moments like this. Yes, there's not there's not that kind of pressure of like what happens if we fail. 
Whereas, like the, again, the Brewers, they keep failing. Yeah. They know there's going to be that. They know they failed. Them. Ignorance yeah. is bliss for the Arizona Diamondbacks. We got, we got <laughs> a bunch of young guys that are like, also, hey, this is cool. Like you're going into this game where you have their best pitcher versus Brandon Fott. If you're a Brewers fan, you're like, okay, if there's going to be an easy win or if there's like it's one game that we one. should win, it's yeah. this one. Yeah. And I'm sure the Brewers know that too. Yeah. And so there's going to be, again, even that level, another level of added pressure. The Diamondbacks are going to win this series. I think the Diamondbacks are going to win the series. They're I feel good about it. They're they a wagon. Are the, the they are wagon. a wagon. They are a large wagon. And we are going to circle the wagons uh, here in the playoffs. Of course, the best way to do that is with this incredible shirt. Make sure to go get yourself at the phnxlocker.com, our wagon shirt. It's here. Yeehaw. It's out. It's beautiful. And, of course, the some Diamondbacks are a wagon. Huh? Some diehards already have their Some diehards do it's already amazing. have it. Yeah, we got we got some great pictures of people already rocking this beautiful shirt. Uh, get down with the Serpientes and this wagon shirt, of course. Uh, like I said, we're going to circle the wagons this playoffs. So make sure you're prepared with the official merchandise of of, of wagon lovers everywhere. Uh, someone got mad at me because I, I used this shirt and I said, jump on the bandwagon. And people were like, this is not what we need. We don't need bandwagon fans jumping on now. Yes, Brother, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> there's why plenty not? of room, baby. There's plenty of room. Yeah, why are we being selfish? Look at all this wonderful room we have in this wagon for new fans to join and also, us. That's actually insane. Like, we, no one needs more fans than us. Yeah. Also, right. You, no, right. We need no, Taylor Swift. Like, we I need get, Taylor Swift dating Jake McCarthy. <laughs> that's what we need. That might I be why like we're this mustache. A, a massive age gap there, is there not? I feel Stop like with like the age gap. I hate that you guys are. Taylor Swift is not a 45 year old person. Well, but isn't she like 30 something? So what? I'm oh, just saying. I don't like Let her that. live. Um, I honestly don't really know how old she is. <laughs> um, and also, like, yeah, the Diamondbacks might be a playoff team, and we might be good, but we are the worst team in the playoffs still, probably. Calm so, down. Calm down. well, my uh, my point is, my point is, is that like no one is bandwagoning the Arizona Diamondbacks, like. If yes, you wanna, they are. If you yes, wanna, there are. No, you know they, they are. are yes, they are. There are fans that hate every team in the playoff except us. Well, and they're that, like, yeah, you know but what? That's not bandwagon. That's them. not bandwagoning. Yes, it no, it's it, not. It is. Like when it you're is. when you that's just being America's team. Like we're the team of destiny, and everyone wants the Diamondbacks to be like <laughs> everyone's rooting for the Diamondbacks. Are we America's team? Yes. Let's go. Yes, I'm good with it. Officially America's oh, team. We're officially America's team. Get the shirt of America's team. That wagon well, shirt. Taylor Swift is 33. See, you guys are monsters. You guys are absolute monsters. Derek, that's, that's so old. Yeah. Get the fuck out. You get out. Jacob, <laughs> come over here and take over behind the back. I'm done with this guy. Uh, not done with you guys, though. Thank you so much for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, do so now. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss whenever we go live. Leave us a thumbs up just to know that you like us and you like what we're doing. If you're listening on the audio podcasting side, please leave us a review there. We always love the feedback. And, of course, make sure you subscribe there as well. Uh, one way to make sure that you're ready for the playoffs is to fill up at Circle K, which is America's thirst stop. Uh, I was telling my wife about the Inner Circle program last night as if I don't tell it to all of you folks every single day and it was weird to do like an ad read in my living room <laughs> but no, that's how on board i am PD is doing with... ad reads at all times yeah just at all times like he's always he hits us with one in the hallway <laughs> when we're walking in and stuff um but yes uh get down with the inner circle program like i told my wife because there's just all sorts of freebies free candy free drinks 25 cents off uh your first five phillips of gasoline uh per gallon and of course that's big. It's not just 25 cents off your fill-up. 25 cents off per gallon, like this guy says. There's nothing more satisfying than seeing that that dollar amount just drop uh, right before you fill up. So make sure to check out Circle K's new free membership program. You can join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply. 
at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. And I'm going to tell you this. They also give you a free bag of chips and a free bag of candy right now. And they're doing that because, as we've said, the Circle K snacks are elite. They want you to try them so you can confirm because they know you don't trust me in this mustache. So they're like, here, try it for yourself for free. Never trust and then, a man with a mustache. Yeah, then once you get in there, of course, you're going to uh, not be able to resist going back for more. But uh, again. Oh, they're going to say they don't want to be able to resist the mustache. That too. That too. <laughs> this was a joke, but this is sticking around. You're going to have to it. deal with this now. Uh, also, uh, shout out to our friends at Spaghetti Shack. The ASU alum owned and operated uh, Spaghetti Shack, if you will. They serve a menu starring spaghetti, meatballs, will. garlic bread, and a few other fan favorites. It's simple, but their mission is to provide quality and affordable food as quickly as possible, especially for you ASU kids, so you can spend less time cooking, more time, uh, you know, studying and doing wholesome things yeah, that you do uh, spending time with your loved ones you know that kind of thing uh, of course their food is incredible and uh the spaghetti shack is celebrating their new asu location with a grand opening uh that's that's old that opened on august 19th so uh by the way make sure to check them out in tempe or wherever uh all of the locations here in town uh, including queen creek as well so uh big shout out to spaghetti shack uh and of course it's that time you guys know what it is uh as we said this might be this might be our year because every year is our year. Every month on this podcast is Hispanic Heritage Month, and we started on the first day. We don't just start it on the fifteenth. All right. See. Uh, also, every month uh, is Black History Month. Every month on this show is Women's History Month. Every month on this show is Black Women's History Month. Every week is Shark Week. Every day is Earth Day, and every Monday we go to the mailbag. Damon, let's go. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow. All right, what do we got, Damon? First first question. It uh, comes from Mugen, Mugen underscore AZ on Twitter. Uh, and Mugen asks, how anxious are you guys about the snakes hitting woes over the last two series? Backing in the playoffs is nice and all. There's that term again. Uh, but lack of solid at-bats, especially the runners in scoring position, makes me very nervous. How do they get hot fast? And that's a great question. Uh, I don't really know the answer to that. And I don't. I, I think we're going to have to wait and see. I, I don't know how they kind of get over this. I, I hope that this is where the value of the coaching comes in to kind of get them prepared for this, get them not only mentally ready, but to go out there and Maybe, you know, because today's a workout day there in Milwaukee, just maybe do some work and get themselves prepared. I don't really know because like they're, they haven't had enough time, I feel like, to get some quality at bats that they could have worked their way out of this slump going into the series. This is such an interesting series because so much of the answer is like, I don't know. We're going to have to see. Like, <laughs> yeah. We don't know how Corbin Burns is going to pitch. We yeah. don't know how they're going to react to the situation. The like, yeah, it's like, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Like, I think... I I I'm a little anxious about um, Same. about the offense. I think they have shown at times that you know when they when they're impatient at the plate, when they when they when they when they start to press, yeah, is when things things get a little ugly. Yeah, right. Um, and there is no better time to press than the, the postseason yeah. so uh again you really don't know i am a little worried but like i said earlier in the show you really don't know what team you're gonna get on any given day yeah they've gone stretches yeah. where they can't score a run to yeah. save their life yeah and then they put up 12 runs on the best pitcher in baseball and, and that's like, the thing about this just, that feels yeah. very much like that like it yeah. feels like other series other times where we've thought wow this is bad 
things are bad. Like, honestly, after the Yankees series and going into uh, Chicago, knowing that they were playing the White Sox and that they were going to deal with similar, like, weather issues mm-hmm. and all of that, and just knowing how important that series was, it really was like, I'm very nervous about this. Mm-hmm. And then that's the time when and all I of think, a sudden their bats kind of came know, out. 99.9% of that is them being young. Yeah. They're just a young team. Yeah. Listen, I am not anxious at all. Like, and I, maybe I will be in the moment. <laughs> maybe. Um, OGsBrands.com. Um, Follow them on Instagram. Yeah, at OGsBrands. Uh, but no, like like I said earlier, like to me, this is how it's money. And yeah, I'm going to be very anxious in the moment. Like if they have bases loaded with, with two outs, I'm going to be losing my shit. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, that's how this works. But like up until the games actually start, and we're yeah. in the moment, like in, in general – Like, I'm not anxious at all because, like both of you had said, like, you don't know. So, first off, there's no point in being, like, there's no point stressing about it if because there's just as good of a chance they show up and they score 12 runs as as it is they show up and get shut out. Um, And then it's like, again, it's house money. Like, even if they show up and they don't score a single run in the (laughs) postseason, like, yeah, it's going to suck. But also, it's like, okay, go sign a third baseman, another starting pitcher in the offseason. None of that matters. So, like, it's, I, I, like... I'm not really anxious because like it's there's there's nothing to lose like obviously other than the games and a chance to win the World Series which is pretty fucking massive but like yeah. like <laughs> like in, like there's nothing, nothing to lose uh, nothing to lose like <laughs> except like, everything except for everything yeah. but you know what I mean like they, like, no, they are again playing with house money hundred percent agree and that's the thing is I've had people ask me about that whole thing and like it's just. I'm not, it's not the same thing as being happy to be here, but I guess you could kind of say that. But I'm like, kind of happy to be here. We're just kind of happy like, to be just here. Happy right. to be like, being you know so ahead I mean? of schedule. Yeah. Yes. It's, he was never supposed right. to do that. And also right. I've spent, I, I, I'm 25 years old. I spent most of my life living in a world where the Diamondbacks would not have made the playoffs this year. Like they were the third wild card team. That's a fair point. So like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking happy to be here. Yeah, this could have been as devastating as it was for the Chicago yeah. Cubs. Yeah, you know? imagine being one just, spot outside just of the not being there, could just it being be one spot out of the having playoffs, a four game, having a four game in. lead on the on the second spot in the wild. Sorry, part. Craig's still sitting over there. Um, <laughs> anyway, my ex- <laughs> love you, Craig. I wish we had a we camera, had a on, camera Craig on Craig. Right now. Craig. Uh, that was a death stare. Yeah, by yeah it really was. It really was. Uh, uh, no, yeah, you're right. I think that's why I, I'd say my anxiety level about it is is it's there it's the one thing i worry about because i really do feel like i I feel like this team can be good offensively i feel like they can beat the brewers it's just the way they're playing right now it's this Mm -hmm. period of time and going into a series that's this big for them it's just about the that pressure being on and them again pressing when they've already kind of been struggling at the plate uh elise our known baseball gm she brought up the bases loaded, one out inning on Saturday where it only took four pitches yeah. for the Astros to get out of the jam raised the anxiety. I think there's still that a hole in my wall uh, somewhere <laughs> in my house because of that, but that's another thing to that, be discussed. But another, another part that's of that is anger. they had already they had already clinched at that point. Yeah, no, yeah. Also, true. So, also, like, let's be real, you're because you're lying to yourself if you disagree with what I'm about to say. I can also just as likely, like just in the way that they could not show up offensively, can see a world in which Brandon fought and <laughs> and Merrill yeah. Kelly get fucking shit yeah, pumped. Yeah. And they even if they score ten runs each game, they mm. still lose in two. Like and so again, uh, like there are so many possibilities. You really, like Danielle said, have no idea what's gonna happen. Yeah. So like I understand being anxious, but also it's just like, fuck it. Like anything possible. What's the point in worrying about it until it happens? We're here. We're here. Let's have a good time. Right. All right. What else we got, Damon? 
BB Nitro on Twitter asks uh, Brian Bobbitt, he says, what do you guys think is the biggest key for our offense to attack this very gr- good Brewers pitching staff? Hitting. Well, no. <laughs> yes, but patience. More than they have. Yeah, patience. Exactly. I mean, like she said, the four-pitch four uh you know, inning to get out of Gabby it. Like, Moreno draw walk challenge. I just, I just wanted to see them in general, like make these guys work. I felt like they were effectively doing it at one point against Justin Verlander. Yeah. Even though they weren't able to produce offensively against him, they were making his outing short. They were make, they were taking good long at bats. Uh, as, as they said on the broadcast, I liked, I like when Bob Bradley says, is this officially a battle? Is it a battle? Like once we go past like seven <laughs> pitches, it's officially a battle, but I, that's what I want to see. Yeah. I want to see them battle more. I want to see them, be patient. I want to see them taking first pitches more. I don't care what the goddamn scouting chart says or scouting report says. I just want to see them go up there and make these guys work because, uh, you know, of course, their their bullpen is also very good. But I feel like if you can get through the starting pitching and not let those guys have a day where they go out there and, and pitch seven innings, then, you know, you're increasing your odds to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think patience is is a big Obviously, the biggest biggest part here, but I think a lot of that is being young, like yeah. we said earlier. Yeah. Um, young young hitters tend to have impatient at bats, and that's just kind of how baseball works. Correct. Um, so if D backs can stay patient, if you can get into that bullpen, like we said, we said the the bullpen ERA ain't nothing to ain't no joke, right? Yeah. Um, but you would much rather yeah. face a reliever than you would Corbin Burns. Um, Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, to get it to the point about them being young, right? Like, yeah, the pages are a big part of that. But like also part of why they've been so good this year is because they're young. So like mm-hmm. for me, it's just like obviously getting on base, but like getting back to creating chaos, like the, the yeah. times when you see them yeah. be exciting and dominant is when you get a couple of guys on base and then you're double stealing. Like we like we saw not too long ago, yeah. Corbin and Cattell get on, they double steal and then they both end up scoring because they're just creating chaos. Like you have to level the playing field because the reality is like even if the, the Brewers are one of the weaker teams in the, po- the postseason, most of the team, like if you make a run, you're going to have to beat teams that are better than you. Um, and in order to do that, you, you got to find a way to level the playing field. And I feel like the way that d do that best is by making pitchers uncomfortable, especially like Daniel said, if they can get to the, the bullpen and they're making those pitchers uncomfortable, like that's the way you ha- you end up with massive innings. Yeah. Um, and so if they can just figure out ways, which again, goes back to being patient. Like if they can draw walks, get into hitters counts, get on base, not try and do too much and then get on base and, and create chaos, steal bases, just move around and make pitchers uncomfortable. Like I think they'll be able to find success that way. That, that's the, the D-backs thing. are a different team when they get guys on base. Yeah, yeah just it's, period. It's, there is a tan- the other team to be a There team. is a tangible feeling in the dugout in the in the stadium when like a Jake McCarthy or or a Corbin Carroll gets on base. Yeah. Cuz you know they're going to do something. And they they're going to try and do something. They've forced defenses and good defenses into errors so often. And like if you can force a Brewers team that like we talked about is really good defensively into like almost doubting who they are. Like if you start making them be bad at the things they're supposed to be good at, it's not like they're all of a sudden start going to start being good at the things they're bad at. Like you're going to you're going to get into their head a certain amount and like if you can if you if Corbin is 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 on first and and he's stealing and they overthrow it to to into the outfield like all of a sudden this good defensive team is not that good defensively because of what the Diamondbacks being good at or doing what they are good at. Um, and then all sorts of doubts start to creep in. So, yeah, uh, yeah, like create chaos, make them doubt themselves. Um, and then <laughs> uh, I thought I thought Michael's 
comment was something different. I was going to, but like, hopefully, and then you, you have guys like Christian Walker not kill the rally and come <laughs> in and, and create big hits. Then all of a sudden, it's a, it's not just a four nothing game. It's a four nothing game in a way that is, that is stripped the Brewers of their will to live. And then all of a sudden you're, you're rolling. Um, and I will really not, nice I will not stand for Christian Walker slander. Yeah. yeah. We know, uh, no, no Christian Walker, Walker, Walker is going to have a big Walker, hit. Walker, Walker, Walker. That, that's how the song I'm just, starts. I'm so and excited to see yeah. who it is that steps up though. Yeah. Cause think, like you'd never know. And we have, we have a question about that, but I'll say this when it comes to the Arizona diamondbacks, they're no slouch, right? On mm-hmm. defense, they're 55 errors through the season, uh, is a team record for the fewest in a season. And that is. 20 less than their previous record uh, set on 20 in 2013 and 2018. They also have the club record for stolen bases with 166, which are 29 more than their previous record. So going back to what you were saying, that's such a big part of their identity. And is let's getting not forget on base. how good defensively they were in 2018. Yeah, they were very um, good. And I think Ernesto in the chat there brings up a really, really good point. One, two, two, two pitch count. Um, I would be really, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'd be really interested to see what the D backs stats are on two strike pitch, on two, two strike counts. Yeah. Because historically, um, you were taught to go on two strikes. Yeah. Right. 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 Because it's going to be a breaking ball. It's They're going to be sort of the yeah, plate. Yeah. Um, chaos, creating chaos. Creating it's everything. Chaos. That's what um, it's all and that's about. what this team does best. So, yeah. all right. What else we got, Damon? Uh, piece of Yoshi, most valuable fam stan <laughs> on Twitter asked, what are we supposed to do without Zach Davies to fuel our offense? If if uh, we are early exits, can we still fire uh, Derek? No, no, because well, we uh, can have that conversation. No, uh, <laughs> no, because you said because you miss it, the entire line is is bad grammatically. So like that right there, I'm holding <laughs> that against you. Uh, and yeah, you can give me a thumbs down all you want. Piece of Yoshi, I know that was you, but I don't care. Because uh, no, no, we're not getting hashtag fire Derek trending in any way. Yeah, we might, I don't we like, might it. Try. I like yeah. it. I don't like it. I like it. This is the second time he supported you in this. I'm, I'm third in the line of command, moving up to second wouldn't That's be too bad. Terrible. See, these people will step all over Come you around mayor. these. Mm, going, uh, uh, like, uh, it's. I'm not Derek dying. Becomes, I'm not going to die. Jesse becomes. Well, I mean, if you get fired, same difference. I'm still the mayor of PHNX. <laughs> Whenever I get fired or let go, I'm going to walk around like a crazy person Impeach outside Derek. of this building. Hashtag I, I um, did come Derek. to. I did come to the studio one time dressed like you that's true it's true i didn't like <laughs> so it i can i can take over didn't like it one bit um i will say that when it comes to piece of yoshi's uh question i don't know what we do i don't know you know what i didn't like i want to take a step back and say this in regards to things that i don't like what they did to the i don't like what they did to jj i don't like that they cut out his tongue and perhaps his head i don't like <laughs> that they got rid of the victory vest i think that as we came down to the end of the season we saw teams still doing cool stuff uh in their dugout however i will say a lot of those teams aren't here in the playoffs anymore. Yeah, the White so Sox, the know, White Sox gangster out with their there. Gangster out there. Was, it's a lot cooler when you're playing the Mariners trident, the yeah. angels like samurai helmet, uh, dead, dead and dead. Yeah. See the diamondbacks, much like their ability just to part ways with players that aren't <laughs> performing. They part ways with good luck charms and aren't performing. Absolutely. <laughs> That's baseball. baby. That's why I got rid of my hair. It. That's why my purple hair is gone. <laughs> Cause we don't wait around to see if things are going to work their way out. I got the purple hair for you. Yeah. She, she's got that <laughs> rocking. All right. What else we got? Uh, this one comes from Elizabeth at the Burrito Sore on Twitter, and she says, uh, this was what you were bringing oh, up, yeah. which player would you like to see do something epic to surprise us all this series? Uh, Jace Peterson, uh, walk-off home run. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> well I mean, it can't be a walk-off. walk-off uh, <laughs> I guess in the series. Yeah. But. Uh, I mean, yeah, jokes, but also, oh, geez, it would also be really cool to see Jace Peterson 
do something have his uh, moment like to have, have a big diamond like if you're moment. getting if you're getting production from unexpected from like unexpected places is what makes playoff teams like surprise people so there's that um let me know when you guys wake up <laughs> i'm just i mean let's we're in reality <laughs> what's happening here? Chase peterson's not doing anything like that. <laughs> I, I, I will not she say that. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he's going to, but it would be great if he did. Uh, I'm not going to say for Jace Peterson slander either. <laughs> yeah, I, he, is, he is a delightful human being. Well, then Dan, Danielle, you should never listen to this podcast because yeah, on every episode I, say, I have Jace Peterson slander. I mean, he's, our, ready. Our, he's yeah. ready to go um, at any point. Real, real answer, like, I want to see Brandon Fott come out and just fucking shove seven innings, n- n- no runs, and set the tone for the Diamondbacks in the postseason. Like, that would be that would get me turned like yeah. like yeah yeah that offensively um i mean mr mr diamondback gabby, gabby moreno like just be the best catcher in baseball mine would be jake and i think because we saw jake have a major miscue in the outfield the other day i would like to see jake just not only you know have one of those days where he does create chaos where he yeah. reaches on one of those bunt singles, yep. you know, and then turns yeah. a bunt single yep. somehow into a triple. Oh, yeah. You know, Jake with McCarthy a, bunt single in a crucial moment. Yeah. And yeah. In, got postseason magic written all over it. Right. Yeah. You know, well, or, he did that in freaking LA, the first series right, of the year. Right. Let's see it again. So, oh, yeah. Just oh, him, yeah. And him making some incredible plays out in the outfield. Like, I could absolutely see that. I know that he's the kind of guy that uh, I don't care if those games meant anything at that point or not. Uh, I know he is still thinking about that mistake that he made in the outfield. And yeah, they get past it. Yeah, they go, you know, but it's one of those things where I feel like Jake McCarthy is the kind of guy who is like, he I want to make up for it. I want to make up for it. Yeah. I want to, I want to make sure that that never yeah. happens again. I want to see Jordan Waller. <laughs> That's who I yes. want to see. That would be incredible. Let's see it, man. That I would, would like be, it. I, oh, I feel like yeah. any moment that Jordan that Waller is seeing playing time, I'm going to question why he's seeing playing time in that moment. But if he does something big, like, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we know how great he can be. We know how great he was in AAA. Honestly, just and give him a couple still, of bats. Yeah, he's like still just adapting. give him a couple. Of, he's 21 years old, yeah. and he's your future superstar. Give yeah. him some experience. He's gonna score. The, he will have played at the end of the series as many playoff series as Mike Trout. Like, yeah. give him experience. Let's see it. Yeah, that's so depressing. Oh man, that's just, that was. That was a, that was that was mean. That was mean. That was mean. Do something, uh, angels. We're just gonna do something. Uh, like, you have rid of Mike you Trout. Have two, you have You have freaking two all-time talents, and you can't do it for now. Um, Michael asks, "Is Lawler even postseason eligible?" Yes, I believe so because I, he has to do something with an injury and. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's interesting to see. I got to uh, verify that. And honestly, Jesse is in Milwaukee, so he will definitely I have mean, more for yeah. us. Uh, Jesse in has said on a number of occasions that there's they can essentially use him as an injury replacement. There, yeah, there's there's for yeah. somebody who's been on the IL all year, like right. uh, Mark Melanson. Right. So there's I, a good chance that we'll see. I him ran on into the Mark Melanson in the elevator the other day. Completely forgot he existed. Yeah, yeah. he is. He is. A ghost. He's he uh, a like person. a 59 overall, and in single A, I think, in the show. Um, which is fun, Be- getting paid $10 million. Wow. All right. That's video game talk. Video game all right. talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else we got? Uh, Kyle Collins asks, who do you all think will be the biggest X factor in the series with Milwaukee? Obviously, this is a similar question, but I think he's just meaning overall, maybe not so much as a surprise, but who will be the X factor for the Diamondbacks here? He says, I think Perdomo at the bottom of the lineup will be a big swing point for keeping the offense moving consistently and yeah i think that's why tory absolutely does that why why he kind of why, why we tend to see gabby and and perdomo down at the bottom of the lineup 
I would like to see uh, Gabriel Moreno, to, to be honest. And I know that's kind of more yeah. of your, your surprise guy, but uh, I don't think it's a surprise any longer. This guy can absolutely rake. And I think that in order for the Diamondbacks offense to be big, we've seen it. Like Gabby being in the lineup, it, it, it impacts their uh, ability to win yeah. quite yeah. a bit. So, you know, obviously him, you know, not only being – uh, you know, good offensively, but also, you know, keeping keeping the Brewers from being able to create chaos in the base path themselves. Yeah, um, it's kind of. I'll give you two people: um, Kevin Ginkle and Paul Seawald. Like, I don't feel like they're going to be blowing anybody out in these, Bull especially time. in this series. Like, I, yeah. if they're going to win these games, they're going to be close, um, presumably. So, I, I think there's a world in which they are going to come have to come in and shut out one or two games in this in this series in particular. Um, and, uh, I mean, we've seen Ginkle have bad, uh, obviously he's been pretty good as of late, but we've seen him have bad outings every once in a while. Sure. Paul Seawall never makes anything easy. Um, so if they, if they, I think it's going to be huge if they do get in that situation, but get in and, and fucking just do your job. Yeah. Piece of Yoshi asked if we answered his question already, get out of here. What is wrong with you? If you're obviously not paying attention to the show. Piece of Yoshi. Oh, yeah. yeah. Piece of Yoshi yeah. just showed up. Yeah. And he just, wants me and you fired, Derek. And he wants us fired. <laughs> it's insane. It's crazy talk. Like, show up on time, and then you can maybe maybe talk about people getting fired. I don't know. What else we got? I'm th- no more Piece of Yoshi questions. That's for sure. He's done. Uh, Nate Mendez asked, what do you think the outfield will look like defensively? <laughs> I, I think we'll see the no-fly zone, but I think we'll see Tommy Pham in there as well. Uh, I think it's going to depend on the pitching, I, and I think things are going to change uh, in, in the lineup. I think we're going to see Tory manage his ass off in this series, and I think we're going to see like when when he can make switches that make sense, maybe a chance to bring in a pinch runner and leave them in in the outfield, maybe due to relief pitching changes and things like that. Where I think we're just going to see all sorts of combinations, but yeah. uh, I do think that it's going to be you know, uh, kind of an ever-changing situation. I think Tori's going to try to, like, catch him a little bit off guard. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be similar to what we see in the regular season. Yeah. Right? I think we're going to start off with Lourdes and left. Yeah. Alec in center, and then uh, Corbin in right. In right. Yeah. And then as the game goes on, you adjust uh, defensively. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be similar. I, I mean, I... Alec obviously got to be in center. Corbin's going to be playing every day, so it's really just a matter of what you do with that that third yep. spot. And yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, I don't know. I am not super, like, as much as you we were just kind of talking about Jake McCarthy, like, I am not super excited about the idea of him getting, like, of him starting and getting big, big play. Um, I, I think that's got to be more of a, a situational type thing. So yeah. I think you're going to see a lot more of Lourdes and Tommy Pham. Um, but. What if I know? I mean, you mentioned Tory. Like one of my big things has been big question marks about what he's going to look like as a manager in the postseason, um, and we I, we haven't talked about that too much. So I'm very interested to see kind of how how he operates. Yeah, well, because Tory operates in a completely different way during the regular season, and that's that the last two weeks I think has been more of what we'll see out of him in the playoffs, where he doesn't let even if like Brandon Fott goes through the lineup twice uh, and has has had a tremendous amount of success. I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't. Put it past him to still pull Fod out of the game, go to the bullpen, yeah. things oh. like that. Like Fod's gonna have a short leash. I think a lot of people are gonna have a short leash. And yeah. to be honest, I think now he's willing to do a lot of different combinations and just and honestly try try to make sure that they're always giving themselves the best option as far as 
you know, a lineup is concerned. And even if that involves switching things uh, in the middle of the game, I think we're going to see him yeah. uh, do a lot of that. I, I think Ooh. we're going to just see Tory manage differently than we see him manage for 140 out of the 162 games. What do you think is going to happen at third base? Hmm. Like, what do you, because no matter what happens, it's not going to be fun. <laughs> like, yeah. Because uh, Pisa Yoshi saying Longoria could play third. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like that. And just because it's Evan Longoria, and I mean, you want to talk about this team being young, like he's the one that's got loads of postseason experience. Yeah. Um, at least comparatively. Um, but like, I don't. I don't I don't like the idea of Jace being a starting like a, being in the lineup to start game one of the postseason. I'll say that. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't no. know either. I, I, I bet know. you Tori doesn't it's even know a, yet. A, Longo is probably I, with I, his experience and everything else. I'm sure Longo is probably the safest with, bet. Also I don't know. I think stuff like that. I, yeah. think, I think given Rivera's track record. Well, and, Rivera and season, might not even be on the roster. Yeah, he might not even be on the roster. But yeah, you know, he's come up big during the season. Whereas he really third has. base has kind of been in a hole. Yeah. Um, I so I, offensively, I think he's back been their to, best option. Like, it, it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> play Waller at, at, at short and put Jerry at third. Keep uh, everyone out of the lineup. There you go. There you go. Just I'm not. I don't hate that. that. Uh, what else we got? Uh, last question here in the first segment comes from AZ past and present. Uh, he asks, how strict is Tory going to be with his bullpen in the series? I'm assuming we've only see Ginkle, Castro, Seawald, Saul, Frank, and Thompson. I'm curious on your thoughts. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the guys. It dep- I, I mean, I think tomorrow to- or not. Yeah. Tomorrow, like game one will be the big question mark because I, like we kind of just said, Fox going to have a, a very short leash. I have to assume. So if Fox gets pulled like really early or something like that, he's obviously going to have to go a little deeper into that bullpen, but. By and large, yeah. Do we think Frias won't pitch at all? No. I don't think Frias is going to be even going to be on the roster. him or Castro could switch there. Well, no, Miguel Castro has been very good recently. Yeah, Yeah. and I mean, again, you got to ride the hot hand. Miguel Castro, to his credit, is the only guy right there in that name list of names that has been here all season long doing it for the Diamondbacks. Not, Not always been great not always even been good but i mean he does have a lot of innings that he has put in uh for the diamondbacks and i think right now uh, he he's been pretty good, good yeah. pretty and, consistent for that and tory is a very loyal manager hmm. maybe too um, much so, so he he has shown many times that he's willing to to ride with his guys whether whether you know they're they're playing well or not um that's it's uh you know, I, I I think it'll, I think it'll be fair. I words. The answer <laughs> words are hard. Words the, the are answer hard here is I think it's going to be very similar to what we see in the regular season. Yeah. Um. I don't think there's going to be too many changes. I think I think we stick with how things have been going because it's been fairly successful lately. Well, yeah, lately, but this is a completely different bullpen yeah. than when it was. You know, even back in July during. The dark times, yeah, right? The dark so, times. Uh, uh, for the record, Miguel Castro did pitch in the postseason last year um, with the Yankees. Two innings pitched, no runs, like just two innings of shutout baseball. I guess so. All right. Well, you know, that's, that's more what, more that's playoff experience than most of the roster. Has, so we'll take that's it. That's true. Go. That is true. Didn't end well for his team. <laughs> New York Yankees. Uh, you know, you know, it didn't end well for me personally. Uh, is another same game parlay mm, that I put out there. Yeah, it's unfortunate when you hit seven legs out of eight, and the one that 
you didn't get was a James Conner tutty. Mm. Anytime tutty. Mm. Like, come on. A James Conner anytime tutty. I didn't the get that. The one game he actually The does one it. game he does it, and that's all I needed. Oh, man. But I was locked in for another Cardinals loss. And the reason why is thanks to the good folks at BetMGM. Uh, their sportsbook app always keeps me locked into all the sports I watch, and it makes sports more fun. Uh, I threw a $10 wager on that eight leg parlay. It's going to win me a hundred dollars, right? Uh, James Conner need you to step I'm gonna up. Use, I'm, I'm gonna not going to, I'm not going to not bet on you anymore. Cause I'm going to still bet on you. I'm betting on Jake Myers, just all the field goal props today. Cause I need, I need him to have seven fantasy points. He does. He to does. Beat toe tree. To beat toe tree. It's a must. Seven it's an imperative. From my kicker. Totri's to in first place in our, in our fantasy league. That's all we got league. on the line on Monday night. We cannot have that happen. We don't need Totri in first place. I need to get back to it, too. Uh, Emma, Emma will be uh, in first place. Should you, you know who's in last place? Who has yet to win? Saul. Saul Bookman yeah, has Saul yet Bookman. to win <laughs> yeah. in our fantasy football league. Saul's texted me about my tweets. He should worry more about his kicker being his second highest scoring player <laughs> on his team. That's what he should worry about. But anyway, uh, make sure to check out BetMGM because you can get down on all sorts of fun, uh, including getting yourself some free money. If you're a brand new user, all you got to do is download the BetMGM Sportsbook app, visit or visit BetMGM.com and sign up using our code of PHNX. You can sign up and deposit at least $10 into your newly created account and place a wager in that amount of at least $10 at a standard odds price. Once you have uh, placed that qualifying bet, you'll receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Uh, sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Again, place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane, who we still miss a lot, uh, talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-Ambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Four Peaks, of course, is the official craft beer of your Arizona Diamondbacks, and it is the craft beer that I recommend celebrating with at any time, whether it's a win, whether it's a loss. Uh, of course, that uh, Wow We Eat uh, Joy Bus is my favorite to do all of that with. It's also pumpkin porter season, so make sure to get in the fall state of mind with pumpkin porter back on the shelves and in draft lines throughout the valley. Uh, of course, don't miss out on this wonderful variety of beer that Four Peaks has to offer. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are right around the corner. Check out at Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. Uh, pull back the curtain a little bit. Jesse Friedman just joined us here a moment ago and then said how he needs to hurry up and then said, said he, he had to go and then know. he left. So Also, never told us he was going to call. Yeah, we didn't even know that this was happening. So, <laughs> uh, But Jesse has arrived safely in Milwaukee and that's that uh, definitely relieves a lot of anxiety I was having. I had more anxiety about Jesse not drinking enough water and arriving safely than I did about the Diamondbacks offense. So just to let you know where my anxiety scale is at for this upcoming series with the Brewers. We do have more Mailbag Monday questions, though, so let's hit that now. What do we got, Damon? Uh, Alex and I'm not reading. Alex and a bunch of numbers. Uh, X3 on Twitter asked, after we beat the Brewers, do the Dodgers worry you? 
Uh, let's, <laughs> Everyone worries let's meet, me. Everybody worries let's us. Let's meet the Brewers first. Yeah, let's yeah. worry about one team first. Uh, no, oh, to be honest, boy. to be honest, I mean, I, I, I do have a lot of positives in regards to that series, mm-hmm. right? I have a lot of things that I'm like, yeah. especially this time off. I don't think this is a benefit for the Dodgers or the Brewers. Yeah, but you know, they're an older roster, too. Yeah. Right? Like, that's not going to play. Yeah, maybe it's good, but maybe you sit out too long I, and, and you just like, get you know, that crank in your knee again. It's and, one yeah. of those things, if the D-backs can get hot and beat the Brewers, yeah. then it's a detriment to the Dodgers. Yeah, if the D-backs sure. sort of limp through this series then it's a good thing for the Dodgers. Um, this is another one like, I don't know, man. Let's yeah. just see what happens. Yeah. It's a, I mean. They're playoff choke artists. Yeah, there, Dodgers right? historically do not perform Only in the playoffs. The time they did Period. was Mickey Mouse ring. Mickey Mouse ring in 20, the freaking Marlins squeaked into the playoffs that year. And then um, and then we're asking, you know, we're just asking whoever takes on the Braves to take care of business down there. Yeah. Let's just get like maybe a little Marlins, Diamondbacks, uh, Although NLCS. I will say this. Oh, well, yeah, the Marlins, sure. If, like, a Phillies team that has just won the wild card and then beaten the Braves is more terrifying to me than a Braves team that has just that's, beaten the Phillies. That's yeah, fair. Or, or the Marlins. That's like, I, would, I don't fair. want anything to do with a hot Phillies team. Um in the NLCS. Yes? Yeah. <laughs> no, gross. <laughs> Definitely getting a little that sounds terrifying. Yeah, we are. Why not? Well, let's talk crazy before we can't talk yeah. crazy anymore, right? Who, uh, do guys, who do you guys want in the World Series? Yeah, that's the Diamondbacks. <laughs> I have, oh, oh, no. Oh. I just realized that my, my D-backs versus Mariners in the World Series prop is oh, dead. Oh, oh, I've had that future sitting for a minute. Rangers, D-backs. Ew. No. God, no. It's God, no. no. Orioles. Give me the O's. Yeah, that would give be great. Give me the O's. That oh, would be well. great. You guys I mean, are adding extra I mean, questions give me, on. Give me the tweet. Why are we adding <laughs> extra questions on? Like, I fucking send a tweet tweets. out, and I say, reply to this tweet with your questions. And then we gotta keep. We can't just be adding extra questions on. Nah, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, no, we really can. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's not here to tell us to stop, so it's fine. What else we got, Damon? See, he left. He left. Uh, Michael Rokicki says, excluding the 2001 team for obvious reasons and this year's team. Uh, to quote Cody Rhodes, they have to finish the story. What is your favorite D-backs postseason team. Uh, I will say this in regards to the whole uh, metaphor there about the Cody Rhodes to finish the story thing. Uh, I feel like that's very much Tori Lavallo's mantra here, right? Like Tori Lavallo uh, has, you know, he, he's still going to be around next season. We don't know what the future holds for him or Mike Hazen or, or anybody in regards to this coaching staff or this team. But Tori Lavallo was, uh, you know, had a lot of success almost immediately when he became manager of this team in that, you know, 2017 season. So I I think that this is a chance for him to, you know, get, get his team back in the postseason after all these years. And, 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 you know, maybe the guy kind of, Put that ghost of the 2017 uh, season behind them a bit. You know, who knows what they can do? That was a single game, and then they had to play the Dodgers. This is a series, but uh, any anything can happen. And I think if some magic can happen for Tory, and he can, you know, make it make it to the that next round against uh, LA, it'll be uh, it'll be crazy to see how uh, how this team can perform against you know what what a lot of people call the the inevitable. You know. The, the inevitable team that would be here at the end, or, or you know, you could say that about the Braves too, but RIP the one game playoff. Yeah, the wild card game was playoff. so much fun. Yeah, um, for, for me, 20, 2017 was just such a fun team. Yeah, they were, it really that was. Was, there was just something so special about that team, especially you know, covering that was the year I covered literally every single game with them, and it was just so much fun yeah. being around. They were just such a special group of guys, it really was. Um, 
that was fun. 2011 was such a, was a really fun team. There was there was some magic in that 2011 2011 team. team I mean, the Diamondbacks have just uh, like uh, you know, with the exception of the team that won the World Series, they've always kind of been this scrappy team of guys who kind of don't have any business yeah here. really had no business being there like the 2017 was probably the team that you know people believed in the most as far I as their other obvi- obviously like obviously other than than 2001 right uh, 2017 was the best team the d-backs have ever put right. together. yeah that and, was just yeah. such a talented team top to bottom um and you know if it weren't for the the wild card game where they completely exhausted themselves who knows what what yeah. happened i saw a con- i don't remember uh, who put the comment up there? But there was one that D-backs handed it to the Dodgers in 2017. They absolutely um, did. in the regular season, yeah. and then exhausted themselves. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, um, exhausted themselves in in that wild card game, and then you know just kind of ran out of gas there at the end. Um, man, that 2017 was so much fun. They really were. Um, they really were. Man, Archie's triple. Where were you when Archie hit the triple? I don't remember because I got so excited I blacked out. I know where I was. Um, Right field. I was in right field. That yeah. was on. I was, just, in the, I was in the auxiliary press box. That was that right was field. that was that was I one was of the, the most. Bleeds. Uh, like you know, I'm getting I'm getting chills. to think that was one of the most special moments yeah. of my entire life. Yeah, so 2017 is always going to hold such a special place in my heart. Yeah. This is my first Diamondbacks playoffs. Yeah. Welcome aboard. Welcome, buddy. So prior to this, cherish to, it to piss everyone <laughs> off. Uh, my only real experience with the Diamondbacks prior in the postseason um, was. 2007 get out um get out also a very fun season. just go apologies uh, Close your but laptop. i will go. say no no because no, happy ending the red sox uh got revenge for the d-backs <laughs> and swept the the rockies in the, the world series so that was, that was a fun postseason uh, it, yeah, was, it was it was a tremendous postseason for me very very good very um, good postseason 99 was fun because that was our first time yeah. but yes all right what else we got damon uh bold as bronze gabriel has uh this question who's most likely to win an mvp first corbin carroll or gabrielle moreno Dude, we're putting uh, we're putting gabby at, in the mvp at talk least for the damn. d-backs you can argue either one is the mvp yeah i mean i i still think corbin carroll is their mvp i really do i think this is going to be uh corbin carroll's year to become a superstar i mean it already has been but uh, I, I think that honestly, we had an actual discussion at one point this season about Carroll's chances at MVP. Yeah. I do think that Gabriel Moreno, the one thing that he has is that I feel like he's going to stand out head and shoulders above the rest of the catchers mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah. And I think next season will probably be his season for that. So that's going to be a big, you know, a, a big achievement for him where he is going to be considered, I think. The, you know, one of the best, one of the best catchers in baseball. Yeah. And I've had this discussion with Bo, who is a, who is a, who is a Red Sox, a Red Sox fan, an Orioles fan, um, about who the he best is. catcher in, in, in baseball is. And he's very adamant about Adley Rushman. And why wouldn't you be? Hmm. Um, but you go down the list of catchers and it's Adley Rushman, Gabby Moreno. And then who else? Yeah. I don't it's know. A, it is a very shallow talent pool there yeah. at, at catcher. Um, that's the old, that's, I mean, Corbin Carroll is going to put up the stats. He's the flashy player. Yeah. He, I think Sean, you have said it. Um, but I, it bears repeating. There is a very real chance that when Corbin Carroll retires, he is the greatest back of all time. Um, build him the statue now. Listen, I, I, I just think, start it now. Take yeah, your time I just building think Corbin it. Carroll just... does everything so well. He's the superstar. He does. He's great all the way down, but you know, he has the flashy stats as well. Um, so I think, I think it's Corbin Carroll. Um, 
I refuse to have a Diamondbacks MVP conversation come up without mentioning Cattell Marte, who I've said multiple times, I think is this team's MVP this year. Um, I mean, obviously, as far as like an actual MVP award, it's always going to be Corbin. Like Corbin is is going to finish with MVP votes this year, and that's, Gabby's not even going to be remotely close to that conversation. Um, I, I do think, like, if you want to have a conversation of who's going to be like higher ranked at their position, like, like then you were saying, Danielle, like, I think Gabby is going to be a top three catcher in baseball for the next decade. I mean, you could argue that Corbin's going to be a top three outfielder in baseball for the next decade, but like there are guys like Mookie Betts and Ronald Acuna that exist that make that a little more difficult. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's the best, the best catcher or he Corbin is the best player on this team by and large. Like he is obviously if some, one of them is going to win an MVP, it's going to be him. Here comes Elise, again, known baseball GM Elise, uh, saying all the other names of catchers. JT is bad at points. Get Isn't Jonah Hine kind of dog water, too, at points? Yeah. We're talking Jonah Hine, the pride of Buffalo, MVP. New York. Thank We're you. Jonah Hine is catcher. one of those right. guys that gets kind of lost in the in the prospect projection. Jonah, Jonah Hine's batting 258. <sighs> he's, he's a good player, but I think scouts are so high on him that it, like, yeah, it like it it precedes his actual. If I remember correctly, his like actual like catching ability, like his pop time and stuff like that, is not really that good. Yeah, yeah. and um, he's he's not like a great defensive catcher, yeah. and he's so big. Yeah, which, that like there's not really anything you can do about yeah. fixing right. pop time. And Gabby right. is one of the best defensive catchers, if not the best. He sure the hell is. All right, what else we got? Uh, Colin Kozak asks, "What is a bold prediction for who the Diamondbacks may sign or trade for this offseason? 2024 always seemed like the year, whereas we are ahead of schedule, and 2023 is gravy. And yeah, that's what we've been talking about quite a bit here. Is that 2023 is the gravy, right? 2024 has felt kind of like the year. We've often said you really want to capitalize on Zach Gallen's seasons left with this team because we don't know what the future holds for him." We would love for him to stay here. Obviously, that would be the goal. That would be everybody's wish. But Zach Allen is going to be a very, very hot commodity when he becomes a free agent. And I think that he is going to, uh, being a smart guy, he's going to try to maximize the amount of money he can, you know, obviously bring in for himself. And who knows where that leads him. But I think that does put the Diamondbacks on a little bit of a time frame. And I do think in 2024, they've seen that this team has been competitive. They will have a chance to go out this offseason and make moves that improve this team. Obviously, the biggest concern seems to be, you know, their starting rotation and who is going to complete the rest of their starting rotation, as well as what are they going to do at third base? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, if we're looking for bold predictions, uh, is that Ken Kendrick just opens up the fucking pocketbook and goes get goes and gets uh, Matt Chapman. Um, yeah. He's going to be the best third baseman available as a free agent. Um, that would say a lot. Oh, my God. It that would say, would say a lot. It would say all, I would say all the words. It, right? I mean, it's Damon is mouthing. It's not happening. It's definitely not happening. No, it's that's it's, why it's my bold prediction. It's kind of um, like me saying Zach Gallon. I don't want to say Zach Gallon staying here isn't happening, but I'll be honest. And deep down inside, I feel like that's going to be what the result is. And I feel like the Diamondbacks kind of have to operate uh, in that in that way as well so you do want to try to surround zach with the best team that you can surround him with in the meantime yeah. and i mean he is one of the best pitchers in baseball i mean he was in the cy young award race right up until the end and really a, a few bad starts here or there was really what made the difference for zach in regards to him potentially winning that award but uh all you know all credit to blake snell and what he did this year because he deserves it and he probably would have done it probably would have won it regardless of how well zach pitched because you know, he he did put do some historic things, but I honestly I just think that 
you know, what you said, even though, yes, it's a bold prediction. Yes, Damon's over there being a negative Nancy and not letting us have our fun over here. He's he's regulating fun on this podcast. But I just I'm not going to ever be like, yeah, Ken Kendrick's really going to open up the pocketbooks. Well, like, that's not something that I'm ever going to bank on. Here's what also, I will say. Bold prediction. Here's what I will say is that a prediction also, is Erod is not Erod is not coming to Arizona. Can I can I can, let me finish? Let me finish. All I want to say is, is that uh opening up the pocketbook doesn't even make sense in a lot of occasions so that's the big thing is that even this team has done that before and it didn't really work out they've typically focused on paying for a starting pitcher that is uh elite that they think is elite that they typically think that they're trying to get like in the case of zach granke or madison bumgardner you know uh at at kind of at the tail end of their career but still has something left in the tank to offer they're willing to pay that money and honestly I think that there are times where it's really not worth opening the pocketbook. I don't think this team has been good enough at times for them to go out and spend a lot of money on a big name free agent. That's over now. It's done. We're here now. You know what adding free agents, uh, what trades did for this team. I mean, literally, the Diamondbacks probably wouldn't even be here in the postseason had they not made that trade to bring in Paul Sewald. So that key move to solidify their closer and give them that you know, high leverage back end reliever, even though it hasn't gone perfect, even though Paul Seawald hasn't, you know, been the lights out uh, closer. He has been much better than any option. He this is team a had. closer when he the team didn't closer. have one. Right. Um, I, I'm willing to make a bold prediction. Do it. How do you like the name? Nolan Arenado? Oh, come on. Uh, the Stop Cardinals. It. Stop it. Are terrible. They are terrible. Terrible. They got a lot of money. Wrapped up in oh. older guys. Okay, if we're doing I'm this, just then saying, I have, do I have a name for I'm you? I'm just saying, Shohei Otani. You no, know? <laughs> no, no, no. A third baseman that's really good at a team that kind of sucks. You know who I'm thinking of, Damon. We were talking about him the other day. J-Ram. If, if teams are just getting rid of players, bring them on down. Bring them on down. That's, uh, that's my G. I mean, like, come on, who's going to mess with us with him and Tommy Pham both on the roster? <laughs> Bro, the Dominicans on this ever, team would run the world. <laughs> like, it wouldn't even be a question. It would be awesome. <laughs> and also, the reason Erod's not coming here is because he's made it very clear he wants to be on the East Coast. That's why he vetoed the trade to the, the Dodgers. I don't think Arizona is what he meant by East Coast. All right, well, we'll see. I really Can I just say I really like Danielle bold predictions? Because they usually pan out for us, so I hope it happens too. <laughs> Do I need two. to look like dead in camera? And make that? I just, oh. yeah, I don't. Well, I don't then say Shohei Ohtani. Get out of here, Damon. I saw, I saw a comment in there like You're imagine an pool monster, Damon. Ohtani oh, pool, pool shots, shots in the purple and teal. Screw pool shots. How about jumbotron shots over the oh man monster in center field in purple into the black hole in purple and teal? Yes, I love it. All right, we got one more question. Uh, and this one's an important one. This one comes from Tim Ankenman. Of course, I hope I got that right. Uh, Tim says, I'm making some D-backs themed food for dinner to watch the game tomorrow. Any thoughts or ideas of what I should make? Favorite food from Chase Field, maybe. Ooh. We got we got you, Tim. We got you. Uh, first of all, you're going to need to make Sonoran Dogs. Yeah, that's the easy one right there. Sonoran Dogs is is it. I mean, Sonoran Dogs is exactly what you want from Chase Field. little uh, bacon-wrapped hot dog, little pico de gallo on top beans uh other other uh mayo and and mustard and i only even like mustard and it needs mayo and mustard on it uh, what are your thoughts what else could we do churro dogs 
Yeah. Churro dogs. Churro dogs. Make sure you keep the churros separate from the ice cream until yes. the absolute yes. last minute. Yes. Just don't until the absolute actually last minute. make the churro dog. Just eat all the ingredients together. That's not a terrible uh, idea either. Um, Put the churro on lemonade. the side. Like, the like lemonade grandma guy? made? Yeah, like grandma made. Oh, like yeah, lemonade. yeah. Some but then you got to go around cookies. your house yelling yeah. while oh, you're course. drinking it. Of course, obviously. At chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, I heard Damon back there. Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Um, listen, I am leaning all into the Serpentis. Okay. Just go all Mexican, man. Make some carne asada. Yeah. I get chips and salsa. Oh, yeah. Rice yeah, I mean, and beans. Just... Lean into it, man. Yeah. This is this is Arizona, baby. Uh, uh, We're playing a team from from Wisconsin. They don't yeah. they don't know good food over there. Asada they is don't. not present enough at Chase Field. It's not present enough anywhere. Yeah, true. true. You, you, I, lean I into it. This is Arizona, night. baby. Yeah. They I had carne they, asada last night. They don't they don't got oh, oh Nicholas here with the bow bun. That bow cool, bun bow. is <sighs> that bow bun is phenomenal. Bow bun is amazing. Um, yeah, the bow bun is crazy. Is so good, but yeah. also but, uh, but lean in lean into. It. They don't got Mexican food up in up in uh, up in Wisconsin as. As listen, as PHNX is uh, resident Mexican here, yeah. um, we're going all in on this, baby. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, yeah, but the Sonoran dogs are a must. I'm sorry, Sonoran dogs are the perfect combination of, uh, of 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 that Hispanic heritage that we have down here, along with hot dog culture and baseball. Americana. Of course, uh, it's the perfect blend. All right. Well, we thank you guys, of course, so much for sending your questions, for being here for this uh, extra big playoff edition of the Mailbag Monday. Uh, of course, if you haven't signed up for a diehard membership yet, do so right now. You get a free piece of merchandise for the PHNX Locker. Get that wagon shirt. Uh, get down my wagon shirt. Not only do you get a free piece of merchandise for free from the PHNX Locker, you also get 20% off all future purchases. So if you are already a diehard, make sure to grab that shirt for 20% off. Of course, you also have uh, all sorts of wonderful benefits of being a diehard member, including members-only access to our Discord lounge. You get all of our content on gophnx.com. You also get uh, deals from our uh, sponsors. You get a Dobson Ranch Ranch card. You get a $50 gift certificate from Mountain Mike's. So much more. So join us today and become part of our diehard family. Most importantly, grab that wagon shirt. The wagon shirt is the perfect way to celebrate this team's, uh, not only this season, this team's achievement, but to root them on in the playoffs. And for the future. And for the future. Wagon next year. Too. Yeah. Mine ship today, baby. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. It's not just a wagon now. The wagon now, then, and forever. Wagon never dies. Are. Yeah. But, of course, the best way to watch your Arizona Diamondbacks is with Fubo TV. They have 140-plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. And, of course, you can stream live TV from any device. You can start watching immediately with a free trial, and then there's no hassle as far as signing up you just got to do that sign up start watching there's no contract no cable none of that there's a thousand hours of cloud dvr included at no extra charge and of course you can watch all of the wonderful upcoming events this month because october is like the pinnacle of sports uh baseball's back or i'm sorry uh, basketball's back hockey's back baseball's in the playoffs uh nfl is in full swing college football full swing so don't miss out on all this great stuff on fubo tv you can watch all your favorite teams with fubo go to fubotv.com slash phnx to sign up for 15 percent off of your first month of fubo pro uh and connor mormon said it best he says this wagon stays rolling he corrected his grammar but yes this wagon uh says rolling really, too. Connor really dirty for the audio listeners yeah we did it dude. I, <laughs> I know they didn't they didn't need to see it, hear that but i don't care uh i pull back the curtain on this show that's what i do but uh, we thank you guys for being here for watching and for rooting on this wagon uh, of course this is going to be a fun playoff make sure to join us tomorrow we will have a pre-game show at 3 30 p.m the first pitch is at 4.08, and then we will be back here 10 minutes after the final out with our post-game show. So make sure to join us for however long 
the playoffs last for the Arizona Diamondbacks. We will be doing that for each and every game. Uh, so make sure to join us. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Sean is at Sean underscore depause. Uh, Danielle is at Abraca Danielle. Uh, the maniac behind the Mac, uh, that is Damon. We are Damon's dogs. Uh, of course, you can follow him at Damon Dog. That's D A W G there at the end. Our show is at PHNX underscore D backs. But of course, all roads do lead to at PHNX sports, excuse me, underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for your time. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun. But it's more fun when you celebrate your achievements in the 162-game season by jumping in the goddamn pool.